The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. In our previous lesson, we learned that God, out of His mere good pleasure, conceived of a plan from eternity to save sinners through a Redeemer. The idea of redemption implies the completion of a transaction. Saving sinners from the estate of sin and misery is not a costless kindness on God's part. In fact, for God to save sinners, an infinite cost must be paid. The Bible tells us that death is the payment that each of our sins deserve. Consequently, apart from God's mercy and grace, we would all have to die an everlasting death because of our sins. And yet, because of the unsearchable riches of God's mercy, He chose to redeem a people for Himself by paying the ultimate cost that justice demanded. For sinners to be redeemed, the death of a worthy Redeemer was necessary. This Redeemer is the only begotten Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Question 21 of the Catechism asks, Who is the Redeemer of God's elect? Answer, The only Redeemer of God's elect is the Lord Jesus Christ, who being the eternal Son of God, became man, and so was, and continues to be, God and man in two distinct natures and one person forever. Because it was the sin of one public man, Adam, that plunged the whole of humanity into an estate of sin and misery, it was necessary also that the Redeemer of God's elect would be another and better public man, the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul reminds us in Romans chapter 5, verse 19, that just as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous. As the Redeemer of God's elect, the Eternal Son assumed a true human nature so that he could be the true and better Adam who comes to lead a new humanity out of sin and misery and into salvation and everlasting life. Some object that the death of Christ for sinners was unnecessary given God's almighty power. Couldn't God have just reversed all the mess that Adam's fall and sin brought about by pushing a proverbial reset button? While it is indeed true that God's power means that there is nothing that is impossible for Him, the fact that He had to send His own beloved Son to become man and to die in our place tells us that God's justice and power cannot be in conflict with one another. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only Redeemer of God's elect because there's no other way 
by which sinners may be saved. Neither the death of an angel, nor an animal, nor any mere human can satisfy the requirements of divine justice. As Paul puts it in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 5-6, to For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. Redemption is accomplished by Christ at the cost of his own life. He gave himself as a ransom and died the death that our sins deserve. But three days later, to demonstrate his victory over sin and death, Jesus rises from the grave as a first fruit of the unending life that he came to secure for his people. And for all who repent of their sins and believe in this good news of Christ's work of redemption, they are united to him forever as his body and will share in the destiny of holiness and happiness for which he has redeemed them. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.